to Happy Talks with Dr. Alice and Donovan. Dr. Alice Fong is a holistic naturopathic doctor and founder of Amour de Soi Wellness. And Donovan Jensen is a software engineer and founder of HowToHappy.com. Together, they're out to cause more happiness in the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Happy Talks. My name is Dr. Alice, and this is my awesome co-host, Donovan. And today, we are talking about how does fun fit in with happiness? So, Donovan, what are your thoughts about fun and happiness? So, the first thing that I think of is sort of, it doesn't really seem possible. I don't know, maybe if we think about it more. But it doesn't seem possible to have Mm. fun without being happy like I don't know what the scenario is where it's like that was so fun and I'm not happy about it you know like those seem kind of uh, happiness sort of seems like a precursor or like a necessary component of having fun mm-hmm. but I will definitely say I don't think the opposite is true right like I don't think you have to be having fun to be happy totally. and I do actually think it I mean it's something we've talked about a bunch of times but mm-hmm. I do think it is a trap or a pitfall that people can fall into mentally where they think that because they're not having fun all the time right right like this sort of heightened emotional experience um that there's something wrong with them or like they Mm -hmm. can't be happy or whatever else uh those are some of the first things that come to mind what about for you yeah no i i totally agree with that idea that you know fun generally leads to happiness or is associated with happiness but just because you're not having fun doesn't mean you're not happy. And that, um, you know, we've talked about a lot in previous episodes of how, you know, having structures and routines actually help can promote happiness. Maybe not for everyone, but uh, generally when you discover those routines, like yeah, eating well, sleeping, (laughs) getting exercise, generally it's not necessarily fun for me, but it's like a, a good part of what helps Uh, sustain my happiness in the long term but uh, as far as like I think it is a good idea to integrate fun into your life in some capacity Um, but to what degree you know that could vary from person to person and I'm just (laughs) it's like racking my brain of what was the last fun thing I did and I'm actually drawing a blank right now let me think unless you count watching White Lotus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or not white lotus but uh black mirror <laughs> that we just had the new season released that was fun to to watch with my husband and and brother at the same time but i'm like fun eh, i think there's different degrees of it too like taking my dogs to the park can be fun just because i'm not having the fun but they're having the fun and that brings happiness i don't know if that counts but yeah <laughs> what are your thoughts yeah, I mean, I would say that that sort of thing counts. I agree in the sense that as with many things we talk about, fun sort of exists on a spectrum, right? Like uh, you even hear people give responses to things like, oh, that's not the most fun thing I've ever done, but it was, you know, a good time or whatever. Like yeah, people even already sort of talk about it on a spectrum. So right. it is a little bit different than some of the things we've talked about where I think it may be a more natural mindset for people to fall into. But mm-hmm. I agree in the sense that like it, it seems like you need to uh have some amount of fun in your life to have a sustainable level of happiness but it doesn't have to be a super uh frequent occurrence at at a high intensity right Mm -hmm. which is to say that like if you're doing the smaller things like walking your dog and like Mm -hmm. that's fun like maybe it's not the peak of fun it's not like the most fun thing you've ever done right um 
but it is like falls in this more like fun and pleasant category. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really hard to be happy if you have zero of those things, right? Like I can think back on times in my life where I was very depressed or miserable or unhappy mm-hmm. and the general structure of my life did not have any fun really built into it, right? Like mm-hmm. not even the small stuff. There's not even like banter or like things like that. Like it was just like these long periods of like excessive work or studying or or whatever else with no breaks of any other kind. Mm-hmm. And so talk about this all the time, but I, I think this is another thing that um, we have to find balance with, right? Because like, if you don't find ways to include fun, whatever that means for you and, and, at whatever intensity, I I think it's very difficult to have sustainable long term happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's it's almost like I see fun as a, a break from the typical routines that we generally build. Because yeah, routines can get a little mundane sometimes, and uh, I did start to think of some things that are fun, like we went to. LA for the baby moon about a month ago and that was fun to kind of explore and um, eat good food and just kind of have some downtime and exploration and that's something we don't obviously do frequently I mean we travel travel is generally one of those fun activities for me Uh, but then we recently also did the bottle rock festival which was yeah it's not like a thing that you do (laughs) like every weekend or or something like that it was just kind of like a special occasion type of thing and I think having things that are unique and special kind of make it more fun because if I was to do that every weekend um, I think it would wouldn't be as exciting and fun (laughs) if that makes sense yeah as you're talking about it I'm sort of trying to like build out some categories or or there's some categories like forming in my head which is like novelty a lot of time can be fun because it's like it it gets you into a different state of mind than you're used to just by the very nature of what it is you know Mm -hmm. so like traveling fits in that because a lot of times it's new places new stuff you generally i mean some people go to the same place every year to travel but um a lot of times it's like new experiences new stuff like that i think novelty is one of it i think um pleasure or just like nice things things that sort of feel nice can fall into the bucket of fun mm-hmm. um i'd be curious what what else you think like what are ways to generate fun or like how would you define it you know i kind of it's it's sad because i kind of associate like kids having more fun than adults so it's just it's like i'm like do we have that much fun because like my my niece who just turned eight recently for her eighth birthday she went to six flags and just rode a bunch of roller coasters and i'm like yeah that would be fun for an eight-year-old uh for me as a grown adult i'm like i don't know why would I have that fun at this age or well what what is considered fun for me for me at this age i think there's just like i guess when you're younger there's more things and experiences that are obviously going to be new to you because you're younger and you haven't had those experiences. So there's more opportunity for unique and different and fun experiences. But at the same time, you can, and that also makes me think even like at a younger age when everything is like brand new, like babies and toddlers can find, I remember, um, 
babysitting once and like just babysitting like a baby and turning on the water faucet was like fascinating and exciting and fun for them and I just turned it on and off like multiple times and that was just like a thrill and so I think age definitely is a factor because the novelty of some things wear off like you turn on a faucet all the time and I don't like freak out with excitement <laughs> these days because I do it every day um so I think that's a factor but you know I think there's always new experiences to be had but it just maybe takes more effort to seek them out because you've already had a lot of experiences the older you get yeah I think that resonates for me as well right like the more familiar you are with things the less impact they have in terms of just like they're not as novel yeah uh, another thought that came to mind as you're sort of talking about kids and I think this ties into sort of having fun mm-hmm. is it seems like kids are much more naturally primed to be mindful right or to be present with mm-hmm. whatever the experience is I was thinking specifically oh, about like point. you know like kids mm-hmm. if they're going to an amusement park are thinking about like I'm going to go on this ride. Like this ride is going to be awesome. And that's what they're focused on. And the adults that I've gone with are focused on like, Oh God, food is going to be so expensive. The lines are going to be super long. Like, yeah. Right. Those are the first things I sort of thought of too. Totally. So I think another component of it is like for the majority of people, or at least the ones I know, Mm -hmm. it seems like as you get older, you become less present and it's much easier for you to get focused on other things that reduce the fun right because i i I thought about it in terms of like if i went to an amusement park right now with the intention of like i'm just going to focus on the rides and like that experience am i going to care about the rest of the stuff i'm just going to focus on like Mm -hmm. how fun that will be i was like just as a thought experiment like i think i would have a lot more fun than if i just went without like putting that mindset out first so mm-hmm. I think, um, and I, I think it applies to a lot more situations I've been in, but I'm like, oh, wow, if I really focus on being present for the things that have been fun for me in the past, mm-hmm. they can, I could probably get more fun out of them because I'm not getting dragged away by other thoughts of like, oh, um, you know, like if I go to play soccer or something like these other thoughts, of like this is just for exercise or like this is productive or what, whatever these things are that aren't the actual like focus on the experience itself. Mm. yeah you really you make a really good point and I I didn't think of that but it makes a lot of sense and that's actually a principle in a lot of mindfulness practices is like you know our brain drags our our thoughts all over the place and usually those thoughts aren't productive and it kind of takes us away from being like in the moment and present in the moment and and yeah I think if we were more intentional and focused on being in the moment because yeah (laughs) similarly to you I think of like oh going to a music department I think of like all the things I'm going to complain about (laughs) yeah the price the parking the lines and food it just is like ooh, and it 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 takes away from that the happiness and the fun that and that that potential of fun that I could be having and even uh, last last week we went to the pool because it was super hot in Sacramento like it hit 90 and I wasn't even really thinking about it being a fun experience although I for there are plenty of kids there so I'm sure they were having a fun experience I was thinking about practical reasons of cooling down <laughs> from being so hot was my main concern and I was just like wow that's not really a fun way to 
to view it. It was relaxing, but it was more just like, okay, I have to make sure I find a spot in the shade to relax because I'll get too hot and then I might sunburn and then it'll be sucky and then I'll be miserable later. <laughs> so it was, yeah, there's a lot of like extra noise when we're having those experiences and I'm not focused on like, oh man, I could just relax in the pool and just let go of all the other stressors in my life. And I think that would have been a much more fun experience. <laughs> yeah, because I think as as we get older, you know, you have more of the logistical burden of doing stuff, right? As a kid, you don't have to worry about parking. You sort of like, you don't have to worry about how much things cost, right? You, you have to worry about like, I'm gonna ask for this and hopefully I get it. But like, it's not the same <laughs> right. sort of yeah. uh responsibility or burden of like making decisions around all these things like you can just fully focus on the experience so Mm -hmm. as i'm thinking about this more and more i actually think moving forward for like the next couple set of things that i'm going to try to do that are fun or potentially fun Mm -hmm. uh i think i'm going to try to knock out as much of if not all the logistics beforehand Mm -hmm. so that i can focus as much as possible on sort of like the experience Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know because it's sort of a new idea to me that I just stumbled upon as we were talking. Mm-hmm. But similarly to you, like I feel like I do a lot of things like go to the pool when it's hot, but not because I think it'll be fun, but because I think it'll be practical, which is like, <laughs> right. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but I don't like, yeah. there's also another way to look at it that will probably induce more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's, I think we can learn a lot from from kids and kind of getting back in. I mean, yeah, I appreciate all my adult life experience, but I I realize it can be a drag in some, some respects too. And when I go to the pool and see all these kids having like a blast and fun, and I'm just like, yeah, all right, <laughs> it's nice and cool. It, yeah, I I think that's a good way to kind of view it. Mm-hmm. I do think I do think the what the path to get there is a little bit harder than when you're younger because yeah. again the novelty piece is something right like yeah, if you went true. to the pool a million times in your life mm-hmm. it's not one of the you know when you're like ten or something going to the pool might be one of like mm-hmm. twenty experiences you've had right. doing that and at that small of a number like it's still going to be substantially novel mm-hmm. um, but I do think that especially in times that I have been lacking fun, like at all, or mm-hmm. mostly, yeah, um, or been doing things that I used to think were fun, but they don't feel fun anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it has largely been a problem of sort of focus and attention and mindset because mm-hmm. um, I'd often find myself in sort of some of these situations. So I, for example, like going out with uh, new friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so many of those times, instead of fully engaging in that moment, I've been just sitting in my head like, oh, hmm, I don't know if I like these people. I don't know if I want to hang out with them. Like, should they be my friends? Should I ask them to hang out another time? Instead of just being like, oh, I'm here with these people. And like, yeah. I will lean into that and fully engage with what's going on. So I think it's 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 an interesting connection worth kind of trying to like focus in on and, and enhance. Yeah, definitely. And it just having this conversation with you has me realize that it's not, I mean, the activity itself can be perceived as fun, but it's really like the things you were talking about mindset and, you know, 
awareness and all of that can really make the difference on the degree of fun. Um, even like, yeah, people like kids can find fun out of things that most adults would not. And it's a matter of, yeah, maybe the activity doesn't matter and maybe we can approach things with more fun. Like even the, the routine habits that we already know, I'm like, can I make that more fun? Can I make sleep more fun? <laughs> I do like sleep. No, no, I'm like, oh, maybe I can make exercise more fun <laughs> by just not complaining so much. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's just something I'm gonna have to ponder about through throughout my week. <laughs> I have sort of a tangentially related question, which is I'm curious if you, when you find yourself, you know, like on top of your meditation routine or being more mindful or whatever else interested or finding more enjoyment in random small things um i mean i say i i enjoy my meditation practice because it's just i don't see it as like a fun thing to do it's more about like oh it's giving me an opportunity to to rest to to be mindful um, in a different capacity uh, to kind of just focus in on being present. Uh, but does it make me appreciate the smaller things? I, I mean, I think it possibly contributes to me appreciating the smaller things, but I think it's a multitude of of factors that kind of contribute to me appreciating. And, and then I realized that, yeah, I'm not like, 100% perfect <laughs> appreciating the small things and I'm sure there's a lot of things that I don't don't I'm not even aware of how not appreciative of things if that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah I was just curious because for me when I'm like way on top of my meditation and mindfulness stuff I find myself in like a lot more interested and fascinated and and uh, at a low level like having fun with mm -hmm. really uh mundane things that i take for granted all the time mm -hmm. which is to say things like um you know if, like if i have like a lid with a locking mechanism or something something that i've like opened a million times like yeah. if i'm more mindful there will be times where i'll spend just like you know a few minutes just like looking at like the mechanics of it and being like, no, this is like really interesting. Like some of the layers of the world of like abstraction kind mm -hmm. of go away. And I, I just tend to notice like random things that I find much more interesting than I usually do mm -hmm. that I normally take for granted all the time. And it often culminates in me being like having sort of like appreciation or gratitude or whatever else, because I'm just like, this thing is really cool. Like it's cool that somebody made this. Um, yeah. But the other interesting part of that is like, if I'm not doing a mindfulness or meditation practice, um, I'd never notice those things. Like it is a hundred percent correlated for me noticing and like paying attention to those small things in my environment with me actually putting an effort to be more present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I'm, although I'm like, I think I appreciate things, the little things more when I'm witnessing or watching like one of the shows <laughs> I like watching survival shows <laughs> like naked and afraid and um uh, alone and then there's this one 
with dogs and their owners in the wild. <laughs> and and that makes me appreciate the little things like having easy accessible access to clean water. That's huge. And having a roof over my head and not having to worry about food or having to hunt my own food or or worry about mosquitoes killing attacking me at night or hypothermia or uh sweating like all of those things it, that that has me appreciate like the more basic things out of life but i'm suspecting you know when i have my my baby which is soon coming soon um i know i've heard a lot from parents in that you know the kid the baby is going to be experiencing a lot of new things in life and just will be fascinated by like the things that you never even really noticed for a really long time. And I, I think becoming a parent will definitely help me appreciate those little things a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. Just because if, if not for anything other than yeah, your baby will be interested in things and pull your attention (laughs) to those things just from like engaging with them or being inquisitive or, or whatever else. Yeah. I am curious on another question. If you feel like fun is something that has social, uh, what, pinnings, right? By that I mean, Mm -hmm. do you feel like the amount of, or the percent of time that you have fun alone compared to the percent of time you have fun with other people is really low? Because when I think about it, I'm like, Mm. almost always if I'm having fun, it's with people like it's hard for me to think of a time or a situation or instance where I'm like I had so much fun but I was just doing something by myself Mm -hmm. yeah I would say probably majority of time is in a social interaction because that's more fun for me (laughs) in my head um I'm trying to think of things I've done alone recently I mean I I mean I haven't done it recently but I have traveled alone but I guess not as, well, I don't know, I'm like, what degree have I traveled alone versus with someone? <laughs> that's hard to, to pinpoint. Um, Yeah, that's hard to say. I feel like I can make my own fun. Um, and I feel like kids can do that easily, like be entertained by the smallest things. Although I'm like, does social interaction count if it's a dog? <laughs> that's with another being but not a human being um because i have lots of fun with them and no other person is around (laughs) yeah yeah i think so i would i would count that um (laughs) but yeah i was just thinking about it because i uh i don't know how general it is but the more i think about it the more even if i'm having a good time doing something by myself i usually wouldn't bucket it in sort of the like stronger or higher levels of fun so for example if i went on a hike by myself like i think that would be nice i think that would be pleasurable Mm -hmm. i would say that it was it was probably like fun to a degree yeah but those higher levels of fun at least for me i can't think of a time but like that was a solo experience right all the all the times that i think of like whoa that was really really fun also includes Mm -hmm. more people or like a social sort of component Mm. Yeah. Generally, I think that's usually the case, but I just did think of that time I was in Italy by myself and had a lot of fun um, exploring and 
um, meeting new people and riding on the gondola by myself and doing a lot of things. And I think maybe it goes back to that like novelty experience of having new experiences in general. But I would say like for the most part, probably most of my fun has been in a social gathering setting. Maybe it's because for novelty, it's much easier to get more novelty in a social setting because mm-hmm. you have other people introducing like yeah other stuff going on. You know, if you're just mm-hmm. going on a hike by yourself, for example, like the amount of novelty you're likely to experience is lower just because like having people there adds a social context that sort of like, what's the best way to put it? It's like a combinatorial thing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the different pieces come together to make something else whereas without a social component like you're right. less likely to run into new things yeah yeah and i was thinking of also some new things that you might try would be helpful to have someone more experienced or an expert in like like skydiving i i did do that um like over a decade ago with my brother and sister which was fun a good sibling bonding experience but also i wasn't skydiving by myself I had someone strapped to me and doing all the work so I wasn't like in danger of killing myself or forgetting to pull the right cord or remembering what I had to do or anything like that so uh that's that's a helpful experience and then I think of um like yeah scuba diving that's definitely been a fun experience um and yeah I mean I could have taken a lesson by myself I did it with my partner at the time and but we had trained people to kind of guide us and help us in in those newer activities see and i guess for me those are still even social experiences they're just a different category like you're still interacting with you know you still have your like instructor or or whoever like sort of making some sort of dynamic between you because i've definitely had a lot of fun with people i don't know right like in in whatever circumstances like classes or uh just whatever else Mm -hmm. um but yeah i just feel like the that social layer is like a big Mm -hmm. enhancer for me um and it's the same thing even if i like i haven't traveled alone a ton but even the amount that i've done like the fun stuff that i did involved people Mm -hmm. for the most part yeah for sure all right well i think we covered this topic pretty well were there any final thoughts you had before we wrap up not, not really. Just that, uh, you know, fun, I think, is something that it gets harder as we grow into adulthood to sort of, like, make space for. Mm. And really, you can have a pretty productive and efficient life without it. But I don't know if you can have a fully, like, rounded out and fulfilled life without it. So yeah. looking for ways to inject it even at, like, low levels um, can really do a lot to just balance things out a lot better yeah absolutely all right well thank you everyone for tuning in this week we appreciate you and if you appreciate us be sure to like comment subscribe and help spread the happiness in the world we'll see you next time thank you for listening to this week's episode of happy talks with dr allison donovan we hope you got something of value to help bring a little more happiness into your life what lesson or takeaway did you get from today's episode For more tips and tools, be sure to check out my website at dralicefong.com and you can find me on my social media handles at dralicefong. You can find me at howtohappy.com and follow me on my social media handles at howtohappy. Catch Catch you next time. time.